everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hey. It's so much better when you do it. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. It really does. She was like, Lindsay, do you want to introduce us again? I was like, no. No, thank you. I'm done. Well, I mean... I do the outros. I say, here's (laughs) where you can find us. (laughs) That's good, because I'd probably flub that one. Yeah. You know, I've done it how many times and I still mess it up. (laughs) We didn't have to practice, though. No. Did you notice? Maybe I am getting better. I don't know. Mm, Maybe. I think you are. It only took 15 times. Okay. Maybe yeah. more if you if you add in the practice rounds. <laughs> All the practice rounds. <laughs> oh, you guys. I really want it to be perfect. I know. I know. I think you did really good. I think this one was probably our best yet. Thank you. And we didn't say hi too early. It was great. I waited. I was holding my breath like. <laughs> She's I'm like, ready. I really want to say I'm it. Ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Now. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Now. Nope. <laughs> Nailed it. So, guys, this is our episode where we're going to hear from you guys. We're going to call it our tipsy stories mm-hmm. from our followers. So, you guys have been sending us some paranormal experiences, some true crime, some folklore, and we picked out some that we're going to share with you guys. I'm excited. We want to make this a thing. So, keep on sending your stories in. Um, we can make it anonymous if you would like. Just don't even give us your name. It's totally fine. We don't have to know. Right. Just keep sending them in. Yeah. yeah. Everybody always tells us stories, I feel like, in person. Yes, totally. And I just wish I could, like, speak text it to an email or something at the time. So, please, <laughs> do us a solid. <laughs> we'll read it. And I love, like, hearing people's stories. Oh, yeah. I do, too. It's so interesting to me. Yeah. And everybody's got one. It's pretty cool. It is. So, we're just going to kind of get right into it, guys, right? Yeah. Let's do it. I think so. I'm really pretty excited about this. And we haven't heard, like, we haven't read or heard each other's stories except for the ones that we're reading. So, we'll be surprised. I actually haven't read even the ones that I'm reading. I haven't either. either. (laughs) Okay. So, we know nothing. I didn't, I didn't want to own up to that. Surprise for everyone. I didn't want to own up to not being prepared if you guys were prepared. (laughs) Wait, wait. Is anybody surprised that I'm not prepared? Or I haven't read anything. No, absolutely I think I not. made that a rule like uh, at the, maybe a month ago <laughs> if we were to get stories that nobody reads them. And okay, good. You guys actually listened. Oh, listened. Yeah, that's what it was. Totally on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it, it has nothing to do with me being a total procrastinator. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just totally respect me and listen to that's exactly what I right. requested. Yes. See what I did there? Yes. yes. yes I wrote to it down. all of the but... above. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, who gets to go first? Boydston. Oh, yeah. <gasps> me? It's you again. I'm so sorry. Lindsay's just really uncomfortable over there. You sit me in the smallest chair, and I'm like low to the ground. I'm sorry. We can switch chairs next time, too. No, we have a routine. I know. It's true. I'm sorry. Do you want me to get you a new chair? No. I mean, please, can you just buy me another chair? If you could just use the $5 from our podcast (laughs) towards a a refurb chair. I'll Thank go you. to the thrift store Thank tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> Preferably haunted chair. Only got $20 in my pocket. Lindsay. I sent you guys. Oh, my gosh. I saw. Okay, so I that's sent why them. I said that. It was it a little was, pricey, though. <laughs> it was in my neighborhood buy, sell, trade on Facebook, and it was like this african voodoo chair and it was nine hundred dollars so we did not buy it out of our price range but it was so freaky scary looking and the dude was like it's a voodoo chair it's got horse hair on it and it had all these like amazing carvings that were like it looked like a person 
like a little stick figure person, voodoo person, mm-hmm. but real life size. Yes. And like they were sitting and you could just sit on them. It was so creepy. That looking. was what the chair was. Maybe you should post it. We'll post it for we'll you. We'll post it. And he Good said idea. it was $900. He goes, it's a great conversation starter. <laughs> and I was like, I bet it is. <laughs> so if she'd like sends- to be cursed for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. Anyone it looks scarier than <laughs> any chair we've sat on. Right. Um, so she sends the link to us and is like, Boydston, you want to get this for um, the podcast in your office? And I read further into the posting <laughs> and it was a fertility chair. No, he said he had a fertility chair as well to sell. I think he said it was a fertility chair. <sighs> I'm going to look. Please do. And oh I said, um, I would love an African voodoo chair. Please hold the fertility. <laughs> so we did not purchase the chair. Also, it was $900. I mean, the $900 so. was really the reason we didn't purchase it. Let's be real. If you'd like to donate to our Patreon. Hold on. I have to scroll to through all these our, pictures that you sent of for me. For a non-fertility voodoo chair. For a chair. non-fertility haunted fertility. What? Can you guys even talk? What is happening? I was doing fine. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Okay, (laughs) so it says, unusual voodoo ceremonial chair from an African tribe, completely hand-carved out of wood. Hair is believed to be horse hair. Eyes eyes are seashells. I have found one similar chair as a woman, and it was considered a fertility chair that was located in California. That sounds like it. And he said, talk about your one-of-a-kind collector conversation piece. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Not at all. I don't feel like that would be as comfortable as what you're sitting in now, though. No. Right. Can you imagine coming in and sitting on a... (laughs) (laughs) It looks very uncomfortable. Don't buy it, guys. (laughs) But it was just like... seashell eyes back here. It's like some horse hair. (laughs) Believed to be horse hair. We don't know what hair it is. It could be a lion's mane. Oh. Okay. So, I went with humans. So <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going to with voodoo. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Great. Got it. Anyhow. Cool. So our Moving first on. story is we're going to, we don't know if these uh, fine people want their names out there. So we're just going to give them nicknames. Okay. What should this first person's nickname be? Um, let's do Billy. <laughs> Billy from Utah. Oh, Okay. Billy from Utah. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Nickname. I don't know who the hell you're if, talking about. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Billy from Utah writes, when I was in the second grade, I spent the night at a friend's house and we were watching a movie when all of a sudden this very large glass dish, maybe bowl, that was pretty much the length and weight of the long narrowed coffee table like the ones from the 80s you know yeah so this bowl dish item lifted off the table and stabilized itself in the air which felt like forever but was probably more like 30 seconds Either way, I'm pretty sure the commercials were over and I was so terrified. I peed on her mother's brand new couch and never heard the end of it until we moved out of the state and I lost touch with that friend And after the eighth grade. And this was prior to Facebook, so they never reconnected. So some friend somewhere <laughs> just remembers some weird friend peeing on her mom's <laughs> brand new couch after seeing a glass dish levitating for 30 seconds but which is a like, long time he said it wasn't a long time 30 seconds feels like a really long time for sure it does yes no biggie i would have peed my pants too <laughs> i was just gonna say how was the other friend not freaking out too i maybe this just happens oh, to okay. that friend All right Good i point. don't know maybe she was so used to it <laughs> it's just like you're gonna have to get used to these things levitating in my house 
Billy in Utah said that she also has a UFO experience, um, like a legit one, that will make the hair on your neck stand up, and she'll send that in very soon. Ooh. I bet you are so excited for that I one. Teaser. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to Thanks, have nightmares. Billy from thank Utah. you for thank you, Billy from Utah, for my nightmares. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Okay, so my next one, I'm gonna say her name because she texted me and said specifically to say her name. Got it. So this is from Janelle. Hey, Janelle, Janelle says, and she works with me and Boydston. Boydston and I. Boydston and I. English major. She said, I know, <laughs> stop it. I wasn't actually an English major. Okay. She says, huge shout out for Janelle, our amazing coworker that never lets Boydston down. She can now quit her job and make it big and move to LA to pursue her dreams in pop culture. We will <laughs> truly miss her. Okay. <laughs> she texted me and said, please read that first part so janelle if you know i did it for you if you want to change careers and join our stick figure artistry (laughs) (laughs) feel free there's openings janelle after everybody that listens to this podcast hears and (laughs) let me tell you it's a lot of people it is in the millions it's in no probably the billions okay they're gonna be so impressed they're gonna just want to snatch you up with any like pop records change your ig they're gonna come hunt you down they are also you're correct you almost never sometimes (laughs) let me down (laughs) except that one time when you lied to my face and i'm still bitter about it she did like points and asked her a question and janelle just flat up lied (laughs) points and straight face goes did you just lie to me You were straight faced about something. Yeah, cannot. Oh my gosh! At work, she is like, I'm totally kidding. I was like, that I can see scares me sometimes. Here's what people don't understand at work: is I know 99 of the time when someone's lying to me, (laughs) she does, and. Most of the time, I don't call them out on it, but this girl and I go way way back. I was her preceptor whenever she first started for a hot minute before I got to the position where I am now, and we just have we just have a special bond. I get and it. So I I, get it. I feel I feel comfortable calling her out on you know, when she lies about something dumb like having her phone or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Janelle. So Janelle, we love you. Here is Janelle's story. So, this is about a folklore called the Ligaroo. Have you the Ligaroo? No. Nope. Ligaroo in Grenada. So is it Grenada or Grenada? Oh my gosh. Grenada. I hate you so much. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Fell for that one. Is it Grenada or Grenada? <laughs> you guys are gonna... <laughs> I hate you all so much. I think I know what I'm saying, and then you make me second guess you, myself. You wanted to say Grenada. <laughs> You listen to it multiple times. And it's Grenada, right? We're going to stick with Grenada. Grenada. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Janelle, I'm sorry if I just switched that. <laughs> I um, <watched> it. <laughs> <laughs> F my life. I thought you were going to say F minus. <laughs> I butched it. <laughs> Butchered. Butchered. <laughs> F minus. Are we ready to hear about the Ligaroo? <laughs> Please. The Ligaroo. It's similar so. to what we call vampires. In Grenadian culture, a Ligaroo is an evil folk spirit that can remove its skin, turn into a ball of fire, and enter homes and suck their blood. Oh, that sounds so scary. God. <laughs> I don't want to go to Grenada. Grenada? 
Grenada. <laughs> People put sand in front of their door or in any cracks that it could slip through, so it would have to count each individual grain to be caught in the act. Or people would rub their body down with garlic each night to keep it away. Interesting to see that the garlic thing is across cultures. With vampires, mm-hmm. yes. If a person catches one out of their skin, they put it in a grinder mortar thing with pepper and salt to prevent them from turning back into a ligaroo. Okay. I'm confused. That, no, well, no, they... they- they catch it out of their skin, so they put it in probably like the mortar and pestle yep. with, what did you Salt say? Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. They grind it up so they can't continue doing that. Mm. So it was a rumor when, so Janelle, sorry, says, it was a rumor when my dad lived in Grenada, <laughs> he had a neighbor that was a ligaroo, but no one knew which person it was because they never saw him. Oh. A person in his community woke up one morning with marks on their neck, like vampire marks from sucking their blood. And marks on their body, but hadn't felt anything during the night. One of the signs a person is dealing with the devil or becomes a ligaroo is suddenly becoming wealthy. So when this person that got bit all of a sudden became wealthy with no reason, my dad said everyone in the area completely avoided them at all costs because they believed that they were now possessed. Wow. And that is a ligaroo. That I had to, I had absolutely to terrifying up. because you know I did. So they essentially can just walk among you, among right. everybody, mm-hmm. and you just don't know until something happens. Interesting. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like that. That's so scary. How, how does one catch a ligaroo? They would put sand. Okay, that's what and I then was the, trying to... they would try to like sit there and count all the sand, and that's how you would catch them. They're sand. They counted the sand. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to follow. Sand now I know. I need to know these things so I can avoid them. All right. All right. Hit us with it. This is a slightly longer story from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, in the fifth grade, I was homesick from school. The home was empty because my parents were working and my sister was in school. <clears throat> Wait, who is this from? Anonymous. Oh, Anonymous. Okay, sorry. Yes. She wasn't listening. <sighs> Typical. <laughs> The house itself was very old and had a dungeon-like unfinished stone basement. I avoided it at all costs. There was also a rumor that the prior owner's kids had told their schoolmates that it was haunted as a rationale for them moving. Okay. I blew that off because we had been in the house for over six months and had zero issues. So he didn't Mm. believe it. All right. We had a one-year-old German shepherd lab mix named Paws. Oh, that's a cute name. And he laid at my feet on the couch while I was watching the rebroadcast. Oh, th- this is very specific here. Rebroadcast of the Division Three National Championship game. This <laughs> must be burned in his mind. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I heard a loud bang coming from the basement. Now, to provide a little content here, there is no way into the basement from the outside. There was no egress window, and the small windows we had were too small to enter from the outside. Totally against code for a home built today. (laughs) I got up to take a look, so I opened the basement door, turned on the light, and went halfway down the stairs to see that nothing was there. I was alarmed a little because Paws, the dog, was standing about a yard away from the basement door whining. Not thinking too much about it, I went back upstairs and we resumed the position on the couch. Resumed the position. Right. (laughs) Sorry. I can laugh because I know this person very personally. (laughs) So I can hear him saying this story. (laughs) It makes me laugh a little bit. Okay. I was on resuming the position. Okay. About, about five minutes later, Paws jumped off the couch and ran into the basement, all the, uh, ran to the basement door with all the hair standing up and growling at the door like there was an intruder. Oh no. It was then that I heard the steps of what sounded like someone ascending the wooden basement stairs. Oh, uh, no. 
I was immediately terrified that we had someone in the house with us, so I ran out of the house and ran over to a neighbor. The neighbor walked back over to the house with me, and we were greeted by Paws, who was acting normally. He then went down and searched the basement corner to corner and found nothing. I was still so shook up that Paws and I went over to the neighbor's house for an hour until my mom returned home from work. To this day, I'm not exactly sure what I witnessed. I was terrified that hearing footsteps... Um, but it was the reaction of my dog that really hit it home for me. It was something that happened, but remains unexplained. We went on to live there for another six months, and nothing after that day really stood out. There hmm. was one night where there was a loud bang on my window, like something was knocking, and my stepfather went to look around and found nothing, but I just chalked that one up to the neighborhood kids. But who knows? And that is my story. Ooh. Mm. I really love Paws. That's a cute name. Paws is a good guard dog against those spooky spirits. Yeah, Paws doing his job. That is scary because you know you always hear about that as animals can sense those things. Yeah. That's never happened to me, but that would scare the crud out of me, honestly, if my dog started growling at nothing there. Yeah. I don't think my animals have ever reacted to anything yeah. except for that one time with that orb. I know we've talked about this. The orb that I caught on our security camera that went into my dog Lucy and right as that happened, she kind of puts her head up like hmm. she either feels it or senses it. But that's about it. Like whenever we're around the house or anything, they don't they don't look around or look in the corners or yeah. growl or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've never had that. I never had that issue either. Spooky. That is spooky. Ghost in the basement. Basement ghost. Well, also the basement just adds a whole different. Mm-hmm. Basements are creepy. And yes. Themselves. Whole different level of scary. Wooden stairs. Mm-mm. Walking up those wooden steps. Right, the ones that you can reach Creep. through. Oh, yep. Yep, that's how ours are at my house, oh, so thanks. yes, I don't like those. We have an yes, unfinished that is basement. How yours is. Mm-hmm. And I hate it every time. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like going down. Have you ever seen... I hate going to your house. <laughs> okay. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Have you guys seen... Um, you can edit all of this out later, but Gothica movie with Halle Berry? You know I have not. Okay. It's a scary, like, thriller. And... One of the jump scares is when she's going up like basement stairs oh, that no. look like that, and some and one of the like the scary person her hands reach out and grab her ankles and uh-huh. trip her up, and so I think of that <laughs> every time I go upstairs like That's that. One I'm of like, my fears. Somebody's hands are gonna grab my ankles and I'm gonna fall. And That's I'm why you just die. gotta run real fast every yeah. time. That's what I do. I do too. And it's because of that movie. That movie scarred me. And you gotta look look behind you at all times. I watched it when I was like 11 and I still remember it to this day. I don't like dark corners. Like even when I get in bed sometimes, like if I've just watched something <laughs> scary, I have to like jump onto the bed so my feet don't stay in one, one I, Mine is like under the bed. I used to, I don't anymore because Willow sleeps under our bed every night and I know that. But I used to have to look under our bed every night before I went to bed. Oh, I won't look. I don't want to see what's under there. Probably until we she got our new bed. Surprised. We got our new bed that has our platform bed when we moved into this house. And Willow sleeps under it every night, and I know that. And so now I'm like, well, Willow's got whatever's underneath the bed, so I don't have to look under it anymore. Okay, I haven't looked under my bed since I was 10. Up until 29 years of age, I was doing it. Once I hit 30, I graduated. <laughs> oh, you feeling better about it now? <laughs> oh, I got a dog Good. to go Guard under dog. my bed. I still Ghost do it occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a story now. Okay. We have a story from our next story is from our friend. Did you just say Betty Crocker? Yes, that was my anonymous. (laughs) I think she'll love that. Betty Crocker. (laughs) 
Betty Crocker it is. And she actually <laughs> sent in three stories, and so we're going to go over all of them, and I'm very excited. Yay! All right, so first one. So, when my uncle died, it was really hard for my family. It was my dad's twin brother. I was nine when he was shot and killed by his wife. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Yikes, girl. For whatever reason, I would not go to my room after his death. It upset my stomach to be in there, so I slept in the living room. The night before his funeral, I was laying in the living room and couldn't fall asleep. I was talking out loud and said, if you are here, give me a sign. Why did I say this? I have no idea. So I just laid there. I looked at the VCR. Yes, I'm old. And it said 3 (laughs) a.m. We all are. It's fine. Yes, same girl. (laughs) It said 3 a.m. All of a sudden... The fan in the living room came on full blast. It stayed on for a few seconds and then just suddenly abruptly stopped. I couldn't breathe. I knew it was him. Uh. Years later, I was talking to my grandma. (laughs) I didn't ever tell anyone about it because I was worried they would think I was crazy. I told her about it and she said, what time did you say it was? And I told her it was 3 a.m. She sat there, didn't say anything. I asked what was wrong, thinking she thought I was crazy. She cheered up and told me her story. She said her and my father were sitting up in the living room at her house. They were talking about everything. All of a sudden, the clock, radio, phone, and the kitchen came on. It was the local radio station that did a newscast at the top of every hour. They were in the middle of a story, then another story, then a story about my uncle's death. Then the radio shut off. She said she knew it was him saying goodbye. The whole story of his death and what happened is a crazy one if you ever need a cold case true crime story. Yes. Always do. Yeah, for sure. Hit us up. You know where to find us. Gosh, 3 a.m. The witching hour, Mm y'all. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. That's all I could think about. Number two. She says, weird slash creepy. My grandma and my dad's youngest brother died before I was born. My grandpa died on 12-5-75, and my uncle died 1-5-81. My dad's twin died 2-5-94, all fives. My grandma's second husband just died, and he died on 1-15-20. She called it because there was a five in it. My birthday is 5-1, and my father's is 5-15. So, all fives. My father's youngest brother committed suicide in the basement. My dad's twin was killed in the basement. I wouldn't go into basements by myself for years because it would cause freakish anxiety and it would make me feel like I needed to run. I still don't like basements and get weird feelings in them. Wow, that's a weird connection. One of my my coworkers is a really big believer in the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. I'd like to do some research into, like, numerology and... Things like that. Yeah. And then number three, she says, I used to put in pick lines at a small community hospital. Um, And for anybody who doesn't know what a pick line is, do you want to explain? I was going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically a long IV. It's a special type of IV. Yeah. IV access for patients. We'll let you have uh, a longer longer term IV for maybe some longer term medications. Yeah. Mine was like the real shorthand version of it. It's a long IV. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Perfect. So this hospital was built in the 1800s and was known to be haunted. We all knew and had experiences with Harriet. Harriet liked to hang out upstairs, mainly the second floor where the inpatient beds were. One day I was putting in a line. So pick lines, by the way, this long IV is a sterile procedure. Um, And I had everything set up. 
I was getting ready to uh, stick the patient when my tray flew across the room. I don't mean it fell off the table. It flew across the room. Mm. I put my head down in defeat. I knew Harriet was being a brat. The, in defeat. Yeah. The patient it's said. Over. Yeah. The patient said her meal tray had done the same thing the day before. Oh, Harriet! Damn it, Harriet! Harriet has got an attitude problem. <laughs> yeah, she does. It's um, a lot of money. Those trays. <laughs> right. Um. She says I have plenty of stories from coworkers at that community hospital and about Harriet. Um. And finally, she says thanks for the great podcast. Literally laugh out loud each week. Oh, thank you, Betty Crocker. Thank you, Betty (laughs) Crocker. We love you. You're probably our biggest fan. She is. She's great. All right. I got another story. This one is from... Jose Peppers? (laughs) (laughs) I think she'd be okay with me sharing her name. Are you still hungry? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're coming up with food names. (laughs) All right. We're going to say this one's from Krista. Okay. She says, my experiences. I have a few. And she sent me three. Back in high school, a few friends and I gathered to mess around paranormal style. We did light as a feather. <laughs> we talked about this. Yes. Light same. as a feather, stiff as a board. I know. I'm just laughing at the way you... Okay. Okay. Back. Sorry. That was me adding that. She just said we did light as a feather. Um, talked about weird experiences and decided what our auras looked like. And then read for any presence in the room. It was my turn to read the room. And after 30 seconds or so, I got this image of this middle-aged man. Kind of heavy set, but not obese. Short. He was balding, but had red hair. And he also wore glasses. I described this and looked over at one of the girls that was there, and her mouth was hanging open. I asked her what was wrong, and she said I had described her dad to a T. I had never met her dad or seen pictures of him. Oh, wow. So, Jose Peppers uh, (laughs) might be... (laughs) Are you making fun of me? Maybe. (laughs) I mean, a little bit. (laughs) Jose Peppers might be a little bit of a medium. All right, the second story. <laughs> okay. My ex-husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, had an apartment during my first year in college. I would come home from time to time to see him, but he worked, so I was often alone. This apartment always made me feel uneasy. Always. One time I was in the shower and heard someone in the apartment opening the cupboards and walking around. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was alone. The Mm-mm. cupboards. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope, gotta go. I froze until I didn't hear anything, and then I got out to check things. Got out to check things out. Nobody was there, and the door was still locked like I always left it. Nope. No thanks for me, because... The shower's so like your... Yes, it's your yes. most vulnerable time. Oh, no, I don't like that. That's... I'm gonna get you some sage, Jose Pepper. <laughs> Do you um get kind of nervous when you close your eyes in the shower? I used to, like, yes. when I was, like, watching scary movies a lot mm-hmm. when I was a teen. It was was before I became desensitized. <laughs> I would, like, I would shower with the... Only the clear curtain, and I would have the, like, you know, the heavier yeah. curtain pulled back, so that way I could see everything going on, even though I would lock the door. I, I We have, like, the, the French the door style, yeah. yeah, I guess. Then I usually kind of halfway close those, but if I close my eyes and the door is open, that mm-hmm. always panics me, but then I remember three animals, and they all know how to yeah. um, oh, no. open the damn door. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Psycho. The Psycho's the movie that... Ruined that for that's me. That's right. Yeah. And normally it should be no big deal. What lies like, oh, that's it. It's over. Baths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm clearly I have being seen murdered. What lies beneath. Uh-huh. Like a few times. Have you seen Psycho? No. Boydson, <laughs> it is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it took me 
minute to see Psycho. It was pretty Sarah's good. Sarah's face right now was like shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of all these, all the classic it's ones. It's such a classic. I, like I saw Rites of Passage. Okay, but that's not a classic. Like Psycho. You need a Psycho. Okay. okay, so back to um, our friend's story here. How was A Peppers? Another time <laughs> in this apartment. I thought of that name anyways. Get him out of here. <laughs> Another time I was lying on the couch. I had dozed off, and when I woke up, I heard a voice within my head that was not me that whispered, just six more minutes. Ew. I knew that the voice meant my ex would be home in six minutes, but I shook my head and looked at the clock. He had two more hours left in his shift. Five minutes later, he walked in the door. Mm-hmm. They let him off work early. And best for last from this apartment. Like Lindsay, I get sleep paralysis. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in this apartment that I had a first episode. My ex was at work and I had slept in. I woke up mentally, but I could not open my eyes or move a single muscle. I struggled with that for a bit, and then all of a sudden, I very distinctly felt as if someone had come into the room and placed a knee on the bed, and then the second knee was slowly crawling up toward me. Ew. I panicked, of course, and tried harder and harder to wake up, but I couldn't. Then I felt it crawl back down to the end of the bed, and once it was off the bed, I was able to move again. Needless to say, I had a huge panic attack and left the apartment. Nope. Um, it, there's definitely a ghost at that apartment. <laughs> there's definitely something at that apartment. Definitely. I'm very uncomfortable. All right. Last experience. The last experience I can remember has to do with sleep paralysis again. A few years ago, I was traveling for work. I was out in Connecticut working for Yale. I was sleeping and began having a sleep paralysis episode. In this one, I kept seeing this area within a city. I don't know what it's properly called, but it was a man-made river with a cement bed, and there was a small dam with water flowing over the top. I can still picture it to this day. I also kept seeing this black little girl. I realized she was dead, although she didn't look it. This went on for quite a while till I realized this girl wanted me to find her. Oh. No. No, no. I could look around and see the buildings, and I tried to memorize every detail. I tried to figure out what city it was, but I couldn't. Still, I had decided I could figure it out, and I promised her I would find her. As soon as I did, I was able to move and wake up. Sadly, I realized the impossibility of me finding this unknown place in an unknown city on the East Coast. I did go online and start looking for new stories, but again, the impossibility of it all stopped me. I felt pretty guilty about it. Wow, that's crazy. That's insane. Maybe our friend Jose Pepper is a medium. I That's what I said whenever her first story was. Yeah. Because she saw that girl's dad. Whoa. Jose Peppers, you want to come ghost hunting with us? I was just going to say, maybe it's time. <laughs> I think she'd like that. I yeah. think she would love it. All right, guys. So that was our tipsy stories from you guys. I loved it. First that was episode. Fun. Yeah. Thank you, everybody who contributed. Yes. And if you want to be on the next one, just send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you. I can't believe that you just, like, took my thing. I do the outros. No, that wasn't an outro. It was, uh, please send us more emails for stories, for our tipsy stories. It felt like an outro. You you took her intro. (laughs) (laughs) Where can they find us? Okay. Um, you can find us on <laughs> Instagram. Go all in now. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Tipsy Ghost. Or, like I said, you can email us at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. I was really hoping that she would butcher that. And <laughs> I she was didn't. She did great. Right. Mic drop, bitches. <laughs> I don't even feel needed. Now anymore. you're ready to intro, too. I can't <laughs> intro. I can't outro. I just, whatever. <laughs> I'm just here. We'll just <laughs> rotate through. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to us. We will catch you guys next week. Sounds good. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.